0: This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, tonight is we are back to our sh- uh, me and Justin Brissett. We're back to our show talking UConn Husky football. So, Justin, glad to have you back on. Oh,
1: thank you. Uh, thank you for having me back on, Bobby.
0: Absolutely. Well, we got some exciting things to talk about this week. Let's first kick it off with just the amount of visits that we have. Just so many guys coming to Yukon just to visit and see everything. It's getting to the point where it's too much to keep track of.
1: <laughs> yes, it, 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 it truly is. I mean, uh, you know, on, on, this, on this podcast too, we kind of like the go into some you know to some visit uh recruits and stuff but there's so many of them you just can't focus on a handful I mean there's it, it, it's just so many uh and I'm, I'm it, it, it's great because I think what we're seeing here too with with the with the uh, U, uh UConn football staff having coaches clinics and they're going to different states and they're talking um, at like banquets and everything. I think now we're starting to see everything trickling in and, and working for the staff, recruiting wise.
0: That's a great point when it comes to those coaching clinics. Being a former, uh, college coach myself, I mean, I, I can attest to how important those are with building those relationships.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really great because, uh, with this coaching staff too, they're um, they're also bringing along other coaches from from different teams, and just uh, just just to help those teams out too, and uh, and just the bonds that they're um, getting and um, and and receiving, and and it's it, it's it's great to see. I mean, we haven't really seen this engagement, I guess, because like you know, the coaching staff and and UConn football is more active. Towards uh, Twitter now and everything, so you can see that, and uh, it's
0: it's just I'm I'm so happy to see it. One hundred percent. I'm sure I'm sure you heard uh, Jim Mora on the uh, Jim Rome podcast. I thought that that was just a tremendous talk that those two had.
1: Yeah, that was actually really cool. I mean, uh, they're definitely friends. You could tell. Absolutely. Uh, and when when they had the conversation, I mean, it you know Jim Jim Rome like he he definitely brings up some good points and and gets some uh you know answers out of out, out of Jim Moore. and and some of the stuff it's almost like it's just you can naturally you know have good questions for you and uh, it, it was it was it was a great podcast
0: absolutely as, as a podcaster like Jim Rome is the, the top guy that you you want to be like He's at the top of this uh, at this profession, and he's been there for a long time.
1: Yeah, it actually was really weird because uh, I didn't actually really get to know Jim Rome since uh, I think I was in high school, and uh, that's when he really started, like, um, I, I guess, in this area, starting getting uh, really uh, famous. And uh, it's pretty cool to watch his his career unfold too.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's, getting getting back to like some of the visits coming in, there there's one this weekend that is, that's big, as it could be somebody that we would add to our team for the upcoming 2023 season, and it is Armani Archie, uh, defensive back from Washington State. Um, last year he had 11 tackles. Uh, but he had eight in the final game against the University of Washington. Um, so, this is this is a player who could come in right away and give us some help. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, Justin.
1: Yeah, so I saw some. Uh, I've I've actually seen some clips on him, and he definitely looks like a guy that could that could definitely get you know um, reps right away, and uh, his fundamentals. I mean, just 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 the way he can, you know, stick with a guy and, and, and break up passes and, and can tackle really well. I mean, uh, I, I was actually really excited uh, to hear that he's going to be uh, visiting. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, the good guys can definitely uh, uh, get this one.
0: Absolutely. I think we got a great chance.
1: It, it's, it's nuts because... You know, if we do get them, a defensive back position is going to be something scary too. Which you know, it's 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 nice. It's definitely nice to see some competition there.
0: Absolutely, that's something we are. You and I were talking about before we came on air. Just how much that position group improved last season.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, the the coaching staff, uh, especially Coach Hill. Um, Coach Hill has definitely been uh, you know, um, uh, making the defensive back position uh, stronger on the roster. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy uh, for everybody that's you know try, trying to trying to build this team up because a lot of positions are are starting to uh, get pretty, um, um, I guess, valuable.
0: <clears throat> Absolutely, and and with that, we have the transfer portal opening back up this Saturday. Granted, we, ha- we won't have played our spring game. That's not until next Saturday, uh, but still, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens with some of the guys on our current roster and with where we could be looking for future players. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: actually very shocked as of right now that we did not see that many uh, transfers. I mean, very shocked. And I think a lot of people, even on Twitter and and all over is like these kids must love the coaching staff because uh, we haven't really seen much movement. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, even last year, uh, I know after the spring game and everything, that's when we saw a lot of movement. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, you know, kind of anticipating something to happen. But at this point, it's like, it's kind of weird. <laughs> I,
0: I agree. And I, I think it's only inevitable that. That a handful of guys are going to enter the portal here in the spring. I, I think after you see where you might be on the depth chart after during spring ball or after spring ball, I think that's where some decisions might be made. But at the same time, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, you can just tell how much these guys love this coaching staff. And with every player I talk to, man, they just they echo that. It, it's truly amazing the bond that, that the, not only that the players have with the coaches but the players have with each other i mean it's amazing
1: yeah it's it's it's, it's really fun to see and uh and you know almost feeling welcome you know almost almost like it's, it's it's your home uh that's that's pretty awesome because a lot of colleges you can't get that type of feel i mean you know and, and, and you're either the kids are far away from home or they're close but they you know some kids that go to college just never get that um, never nev- never get that you know home, home effects, you know and and comfortability and uh, and i'm i'm very glad that you know everybody's on board and uh, they're just having fun
0: couldn't agree more with that absolutely spot on i mean they're just I, I think one of the cool things too now with the transfer portal opening up is we can be selective now on the guys that we want or the guys that fit with the pro within the program and uh, can f- not only fill a need that we have but also are the perfect culture fit.
1: Yeah, no, it's um, definitely. I mean, I, I totally I totally agree with that, and uh, it's it's really nice that. You know, we could definitely be saying that. You know, we could be choosy, uh, and um, you know, I'm I'm thinking that some of the positions uh, that we're not that nobody's thinking of right now, I'm sure there's gaps in there that will be filled. Um, but uh, I'm I'm just I'm just ready to see what happens.
0: Absolutely. I, I I don't want to guess on which players would leave or whatnot I I, I don't I don't think either of us want to do that because we don't want to see anybody leave but at the same time I agree with you I mean there, there's gonna be a hole or two that we that the coaches see that they're gonna they're gonna go fill that and they're gonna get the right guy to do it yeah yeah and uh, you know hopefully too
1: that you know you know, it wh- whoever leaves or whoever comes, you know, I'm um, I'm just once you once you're a husky, you're always a husky. So uh, I'm just hoping that you know everything turns out very well.
0: For the coaching staff, absolutely. And one thing that I really like about our current roster setup is we have so many guys that are high school level players, and then we add. Uh, transfer pieces when when and where we need them, but for the most part, it's building it the right way, getting guys in the program for three or four years, and doing it the right way.
1: Yeah, and it, it's I I think you know a lot of people don't like transfer portal, but I like it in the fact if you use it
0: the right way. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know when you have young kids and you can bring in
1: te- you know uh, older talent just to teach. You know the, the the underclassmen. I think that's very valuable because you know some of these kids too. They can they, they can teach the underclassmen the right way to to, to play the game, the right way to um, express yourself, and and the right mentality that you need to have a winning program. And uh, I I think I honestly think that the coaching staff with the transfer portal, uh, with the blend of younger underclassmen. It's been, it's been working, and I think now that the transfer portal is, is, is a thing now. I mean, I, I, I think now everybody is using it pretty strategically. Um, some, you never know if they're going to, you know, mishandle it or whatever, but uh, mm-hmm. no, I, 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 really, I really do like the transfer portal.
0: No, I agree, and I like like you said, our coaching staff is using it correctly. They're adding the guys to the to the places where we need it, and like you said, to help the younger guys grow in that position, and and just to, to fill holes where we where we uh, have them, and they've done an amazing job.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 very I'm still shocked at how young this team is. <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
1: It's almost like this team never ages, you know. They always stay a freshman and a sophomore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, this, the, even, the, I mean, like you said, this year, this team is very young still.
1: Oh, wicked, wicked young. And, uh, you know, it, it's 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 scary because these young players are actually playing like they're upperclassmen. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome to see because, you have true talent there if, if if they have if they're in that mindset or they have that ability and I'll, it's it's crazy it's honestly crazy to see.
0: Absolutely, and and with spring camp going on, it, all the conversations that I've had with people, uh, players, uh, coaches, other other media people like myself, uh, have just said uh, how great it's been going and just. That, that things seem to be going so smoothly for year two of the program.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. That's definitely great to hear. Uh, and, you know, I, I still can't believe how smoothly this is going. I mean, it's almost like, it's almost like the most perfect, like it, it's, it's almost scripted, you know, to a point where it's, it's it, everything matches up. It, that's 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 nuts because you know we had years where we're pulling our hair out and now we have you know we're we're kind of back to where we all started um, when we were winning you know when we we're going to bowl games and and when we had winning culture and it's it's just weird it actually it kind of gives me goosebumps a little bit
0: as a fan did you ever think it would happen this quickly no, um,
1: I always said we're going to go six and six, uh, and then all of a sudden last year, it, it, something happened. Uh, I think when the coaches started to uh, be very active on social media, uh, players started being very active uh, on Twitter. The fan, the fans, totally had a switch around, and I could just tell when that switch around came. That it's 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 definitely the start of something special and uh, I didn't think that you know year two I was thinking more like like three to five years uh, and they're definitely exceeding expectations right now
0: 100% and I, I have to ask I mean obviously the men's basketball team did but something tremendous winning the national title of fifth in school history. And that obviously just happened, but, and I understand I'm on the football side of it, but I I look at UConn Twitter now and I see so many people talking about UConn football. I think it's amazing just how quickly they've, I don't want to say flipped from basketball to football. I mean, basketball is always going to be huge, but just how much we're seeing UConn football talked about on UConn Twitter.
1: Yeah, no, and uh, and I've I've been seeing it too. I mean, some weekends you could see it trending, and you're you're, you're definitely right. The UConn, you know, Yukon side, Yukon men's basketball side of Twitter, it was almost like a whole year thing, and now like even the basketball uh, um, side of the Twitter too. Those fans are getting into football, and it's I still think it's because you know football. The football team is trending up and and now it's 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 fun you're not dreading the football season anymore you actually you know you you can't wait till it, uh, it starts again and uh I, I think everybody's feeling that way
0: and that's got to be such a great feeling as a fan
1: yeah no it, it definitely is i mean honestly i was like man i'm probably gonna die before yukon footballs you know uh oh, great again i mean i i was like man you know some some of the hires and stuff it's like what are we doing and uh no it, it feels great i mean it feels like um, it almost feels like you know we we went back in time almost and uh and it, it's just a great feeling i'm sure everybody could could say the same
0: and thank goodness we have <laughs> one of the best ad's in the country
1: yeah no, he, uh I mean, uh, David has done a really good job. I mean, all with with, with all athletics, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and and a lot of people thinking, you know, oh my goodness, we're going independent. Oh no, you know, we're going back to the Big East. You know, everybody liked the Big East, but everybody's like, oh, you're going to be dropping, you know, to the FCS and ah. But actually, I. he did such a wonderful job, and going back to to independent where we were at before, um, I think I honestly think that was a, the right decision. And uh, you know, all, all I see now um, everywhere is just just UConn being talked about, and uh, and everybody, even with a UConn football shirt on, I mean, going out wherever different state, they'll fist bump you. I mean crazy things are happening and you know i i just want to you know thank uh you know uh that uh ad dave um he's been doing a great job and just keep up the work
0: i second that and and i'm one of those people that lives in a state far away i i mean our listeners know i live in illinois and i wear my yukon football shirt around and when I did, I did that a couple of years ago. People were like, "UConn has a football team." What? It? Like, people were like, almost laughing at me. But literally, I go out in public now, and people are like, "Hey, go Huskies!" And they're like, they're like all kinds of stuff. And it's just, it's amazing what uh, what's happened in just a year.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy, um, really crazy. And uh, and I'm hoping that this year too. Uh, they open up a lot of eyes, uh, and and hoping that you know this year we and when we make it to the bowl, we can you know actually win a bowl, and uh, that's I, I think that's on the goals list and I'm hoping it it happens.
0: One hundred percent, and one of the interesting, uh, of course, probably the top battle so far in spring ball has that in everybody's eyes at the quarterback position and everybody's seen, uh, the, the videos dropping with Joe Fagano and Zion Turner, um, looking pretty dang good in spring football. And of course you got, uh, Roberson who hasn't been cleared yet too. So, I mean, there's three guys right there that make this position a lot better.
1: Oh, yes. Um, and, it's, it's always I, I think it's always going to be a competition too uh, week to week to week uh, and that those those two guys you know um, Zion and Joe uh, I've seen a lot of clips uh, from spring uh, football so far they're looking good um, I'm hoping that you know take one come back and uh, and solidify a spot also because then we'll have you know you know three really good guys and. Uh, Three guys that can, you know, work as a team.
0: Absolutely, I will say I've heard some really, really good things about Joe.
1: Yeah, I I, I have too, uh, and you know, it, I I really do think that you know uh, he might just he might just get the QB one spot. Um, you know, I, I've heard from his uh, old coach that you know he's a leader. Uh, you know, UConn has, is is getting something special. Uh, the guy has great foot speed, um, great fundamentals. Uh, just been hearing really good stuff too.
0: Absolutely, and now now we can transition into uh, our position breakdown. We've been doing week to week. And this week we have the privilege to have the uh, wide receiver group. And this is a big, big group of players. And uh, I'm excited to to talk about this. And I'm going to kick it off with uh, Keelan Marion. And uh, we we all know Keelan last year uh, suffered a broken collarbone that first game of the season. Uh, Suffered it when he had a tremendous touchdown grab against Utah State. Um, Kept him out most of the season, of course. Um, He had two receptions, 69 yards in the bowl game, two big, long catches. I mean, I think we all know what Keelan brings to the table for this team. He's one of the best players on the team, fantastic leader. I mean, we, we know what we're getting from Keelan Marion, and I know Husky fans can all attest that we just hope he stays healthy. Justin, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Keelan.
1: Yeah, I, I really thought you know last year would have been a would would have been a breakout year for him. Uh, I had a lot of upside for him, and then of course, of course, the injury had to happen, and it was you know second injury of the game, right? Because uh, Take One went yeah. down with a knee injury, right? And uh, I was like, oh my goodness, and. Uh, when he did come back uh, to play a little bit, um, he looked okay, but it still looked like you know he wasn't a hundred percent. So I'm hoping that this year he comes back and has just a, a record year for himself.
0: Couldn't agree more. And you got the next guy on the list, uh, Aaron Turner.
1: All right, Aaron Turner. So he's, he's, definitely, he, he's definitely an athlete that, you know, a, a wide receiver. I really like and, and enjoy um, watching him. Kind of a guy, you know, sometimes he could be, you know, behind-the-scenes type guy, and then other times he's, he's a flashy player. Uh, last year he had 57 receptions for 527 yards and three touchdowns. Um, the three touchdowns uh, came in. Uh, three games so the ball State game uh, he had eight receptions 56 yards and one touchdown uh, Fresno which was uh, one of the one of the bigger games one of the bigger uh, wins last year was three receptions 17 yards one touchdown um, and then against Syracuse uh, he had six receptions 71 yards one touchdown and then the bowl game, uh, he still he had he had a decent ball game too uh he didn't get a touchdown but he had five receptions 65 yards and i'm thinking that um, he's definitely gonna build on his uh on his um, season from last year
0: and i'm hoping that you know he's one of the one of the bright spots he he definitely was one of the bright spots last year oh yeah and and I might add that I, I had the privilege to meet his dad at the Ball State game, and he comes from a great family. Oh, I bet,
1: I bet, and it's 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 crazy. Um, you know, he 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 seems like a really nice guy, and uh, and I I, I kind of wish I jumped the fence uh, during Liberty to meet him. Uh, maybe this year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll have another moment.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Well, I got the next one on the list, uh, Nigel Fitzgerald. Um, last year, Nigel suffered a non-contact knee injury during uh, practice that that uh, knocked him out for the season. A lot of people were rumoring that it was an ACL, but it wasn't an ACL. I believe it ended up being an MCL. Um, so <laughs> Nigel's a big physical wide receiver uh, that I know Husky fans are going to love um seeing him getting the ball i had the privilege of having him on the podcast last summer and just a really really nice guy uh just the great guy that you're pulling for to have a lot of success and uh he's gonna i have a feeling he's gonna do some really really good things this year uh he was a transfer from old dominion and his uh best year at old dominion 2019 had uh 14 catches for 219 yards um Really, really high points the football. Well, he's a six six three six four six five wide receiver so it's one of those big body guys that can go get the football and uh, I know a lot of people think of him as like a situational guy, but I know from talking with him that he was really focusing on uh, Becoming a every down type wide receiver and uh, I know with his work ethic he's gonna be able to get there uh, Justin, I would love to hear your thoughts on Nigel.
1: Yeah, Nigel. Um, I, you know, I was, I, was, I, I, I really wanted to see him do uh, something last year, um, but you know, injuries, of course. Uh, I, I, really do think that this year uh, we're definitely going to see him a lot um, because of the schedule. Uh, you, you really, you really want guys that are you know that big at wide receiver for. You know, uh, catches above their head. Um, so hopefully, you know, the quarterbacks they you know can can throw it on point where he can you know either grab it and uh, for a touchdown. Uh, I definitely see him a guy that's uh, for for me. I I know he's gonna hate the hearing this, but for me, I feel like he he could be a situational guy um, at points. Uh, so past the from fifty. On, 50 yards on, uh, I, I feel like he would
0: definitely come in the game and, uh, and make an impact for the team. Absolutely. And speaking of, a, of another deep threat, you got uh, Kevin's Claricius.
1: Yes, Kevin's Claricius. I remember the first time we talked, and I was saying this guy should be a tight end, <laughs> <laughs> a tight end wide receiver hybrid. <laughs> um, Kevin Scorsese, uh, you know, he kind of, kind of had a quiet year, but, uh, he had 24 receptions for 288 yards and one touchdown. Uh, the one touchdown came in the Liberty game and that was probably one of the biggest touchdowns, uh, of, of the, of the, I guess the year, um, the Liberty game definitely turned the tide, uh. He had a really nice uh, catch. Um, he had two receptions for twenty eight yeah, um, 28 yards in that game. And in in the fourth quarter, a beautiful uh, uh, throw from Zion. And I was, you know, I feel like you know last year he was kind of quiet, um, but I'm definitely thinking that this year uh, he's going to be one of those guys too. You know, like a like a situational guy um, at points. And then other points, um, I know they're trying to work with him, you know, in the bowl game to, to, you know, fly down the field and and have an open, you know, a deep pass. So um, I'm hoping that they're working on that with him. Um, and I'm hoping that he's definitely a threat this year.
0: And I definitely see him being one for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah he's, kind of, he's, he's kind of freaky size to him, too
0: absolutely well the next guy I have on the list is Cam Ross Um, Cameron we we all know suffered a pretty pretty bad injury right before the season broke his foot so he wasn't able to play uh, almost all year he played the bowl game had two catches for 21 yards and he's kind of like Keelan Marion you know exactly what you're going to get from Cam Ross I mean he's a heck of a receiver heck of a football player in 2019 he had the 60 catches for 723 yards and four touchdowns just burst onto the scene and and I know uh, Husky fans are just can't wait to see him back in action he's had a couple rough years back to back when it comes to injuries so I know we're all looking forward to see him back in action and Justin, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Cam.
1: Yeah, Cam. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I remember him when he first came in, and uh, he was—he's great talent. Uh, the injuries last year—I mean, he still didn't look right, and it almost looked like he probably should have just taken the rest of the season off and not tried to force himself back in. Um, but I'm—I'm—I'm I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he'll be a hundred percent. Uh, this year and uh, and playing like he used to play and uh, uh, He's he's a very speedy guy too, and that's what we really need so um, I'm, I'm hoping that you know ev- everything turns out okay for him
0: Absolutely, and you got the next guy on the list and uh, Dejon Harrison
1: yeah, Dejon Harrison so he, he, he transferred in from uh, Texas uh, last year, he kind of had a quiet year. Um, I, I think it was definitely like a redshirt year um, because it was four attempts for four yards for uh, rushing. Uh, receiving was uh, six res- uh, receptions for 18 yards. And punt return, uh, he had three attempts for 25 yards. And he, he was a guy that actually was a track uh, player, uh, uh, I guess a star. And um, he he was he's really quick, and uh, I'm really hoping that you know he could be like a Cam Ross this year, kind of open up more, um, and uh, and I'm I'm really hoping that he gets to he gets to play more too because last year when uh well, when we saw him play you know he's he was a bit shaky at times so I'm hoping that you know he learns the playbook and and could definitely uh, make an impact for the team at, at least depth wise. Uh, that would be really good.
0: Seems like a guy we could potentially see on special teams.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it really almost looks like that, um, and that's totally fine. And uh, and and, and you, you actually hit that right in the head.
0: <laughs> well, the next guy on the list that I have is Jacob Flynn, who I think all Husky fans have grown to really appreciate just from how hard he worked to earn his scholarship going into last season i know we've all we've all seen the the video of his scholarship announcement just uh so happy to see that for him just being a local connecticut kid who worked his butt off to get the opportunity that he had and last year he had five catches for 32 yards and a touchdown and that touchdown came against uh central connecticut state so just a uh, really really awesome opportunity for him and uh, I know he had he had some opportunities during the year uh, he got thrown some deep balls a couple times and um, just hoping for the best for him um, as I know he comes from a really really good family as well um, Justin I would love to hear your thoughts on Jacob
1: yeah so uh, so uh, sweet feet uh, yes. as, as they call him around these parts, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was really happy for him last year when he uh, when he scored a touchdown. Uh, I think it was versus Central, um, and that really I, I I talked to his family uh, in a podcast about that, and that really uh, you know it, it it made them like really happy because, you know, Central is a big, uh, is, is, a, is another, uh, school in Connecticut. And, uh, and just, just the, just a score against, uh, that team, I heard, you know, some of those players, you know, they, of, of course he, he played against, um, and so, yeah, he's, he, when, when I saw him, you know, uh, when, when Jim Mora gave him the scholarship, uh, not really gave it to him, you know. He he, he definitely um, he definitely earned it. But it it, it was something special because uh, it opens up it opens up everybody's eyes, you know. Even walk-ons coming to Connecticut because we have a lot of preferred walk-ons uh, mm-hmm. coming, and this gives them the opportunity to say, "Hey, at this college, at UConn, if you work your butt off." You can get a scholarship, and so Jacob really, I think he really opened up eyes, and uh, I really think that was a big turnaround of the program too, is recognizing these guys for working their butt off, and I'm 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 so happy for him, and I'm hoping that this year, you know, he can definitely you know um, uh, you know stack his uh, stats a bit
0: absolutely and his brother's a pretty good player too he might be a future husky himself
1: yeah John John yeah he, actually I've been uh, he had a lot of visits um I know he was at Holy Cross and a few others and uh yeah he's he's he's, he's definitely one of those silent guys too and uh I'm hoping it'd be kind of cool to have uh, two Flyn's on the uh, on the roster.
0: One hundred percent. the next guy you have is Zack Drowdy.
1: Yes, Zach Drowdy. So he's he's um he's <laughs> he's tall, uh, very tall, uh 380 pounds. He's from uh Yulee High School. Um there uh for his senior for for his senior year, um he had seventy six receptions for 925 yards and eight touchdowns, um, he was a first-team all-area wide receiver. Um, he, he averaged 92.5 yards um, a, a game. And uh, he leaves Yule as a leader in receptions, uh, receiving yards, and touchdowns. So his full, his, his full career there, um, he had 2,297 yards. 170 uh, catches and 22 touchdowns, and he also had 12 offers coming out of high school. Um, some of the bigger, um, the bigger ones out of the 12 was uh, App State, ECU, Kentucky, USF, and FAU. So this is definitely one of the better, um, the better wide receivers that we have, have have seen in years, and I just can't wait to see him play.
0: Absolutely. I've heard some amazing things about him in camp, just how physical and how athletic he is and it seems to be like he's really picking things up pretty quickly. It's
1: is he's gonna be one that I can't wait to I I can't wait to see. And if he's picking up this quick, um, we're definitely gonna see him uh play this year. Uh it's it's definitely gonna happen. He's gonna be a true freshman, I mean He's, he's one of those athletes. I mean, you just, hey, if, if, if he understands everything, let the kid play because it can help us, you know.
0: Absolutely, and I definitely think he's going to be able to help us.
1: Oh, man, especially at that size. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We have, I hate to say it, in the wide receivers, we have some beefy wide receivers and some tall wide receivers.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a great problem to have.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes.
0: <laughs> well, the the next guy I have is a transfer himself, Gordon Porter, who who uh, isn't participating in spring practice, um, but he's a six one wide receiver coming in from New Mexico. He also played at Arizona State before that. Um, In his three years at Arizona State, he had 14 catches for 250 yards and a touchdown. And last year at New Mexico, he had 22 catches for 312 yards and two touchdowns. He was the leading receiver uh, at New Mexico last year, um, so saw the ball pretty frequently. uh, Is known for his deep threat ability. He had a 69-yard catch last year while at New Mexico. Then during his time at Arizona State, he had a 63-yard catch and a 47-yard catch, so this is definitely a guy that we're getting that can make plays and he has, uh, some pretty good kickoff return experience too. So I think, uh, might be somebody that we could see potentially there. Uh, Justin, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, uh, Mr. Porter.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I really think that, um, you know, he, he's definitely a good, it's good depth player. Um, and I'm thinking that this year, too, we're going to see a lot of wide receiver sets, and he'll be definitely part of it. Um, he looks like a guy that is a jack-of-all-trades. Like, he'll do anything uh, for a team. And uh, so it's it's going to be I, – I can't – I actually can't wait to watch him um, because I feel like, you know, he, he's he's one of those guys where a lot of people are like, oh, uh, who who, who – you know, who is he? Um, type type of player, and uh, I think he's definitely going to show up, and he's going to be uh, either either for you know the return game or for uh, wide receiver sets.
0: Absolutely, and the next guy you have is uh, Kylish Hicks.
1: Yeah, so Kylish Hicks uh, couldn't really couldn't really find. Um, anything on him like offensively? Uh, he came in the recruiting um, as a athlete. Uh, the only thing I could really find on him was he in in high school. Um, in the state championship, uh, he had ten tackles and four interceptions as a defensive back. Um, uh, he's six foot, two hundred and four pounds. He's from Meriden, Taylor, uh, Lakota. Coach- vocational tech so i'm thinking that i i I know we played wide receiver in high school too but um i'm thinking that you know the the coaches probably saw him best fit at the wide receiver
0: spot could be a potential guy that we could see uh red shirting potentially i would say
1: yeah yeah definitely um I know on Twitter, too, uh, UConn Football had a clip of him, uh, you know, catching a really nice pass. So, uh, you know, he's one of those guys I think he just needs to to develop. And once he does, um, he's going to be a nice player for us.
0: Absolutely. The next guy I have, uh, the next couple guys I have are all uh, Connecticut uh, born and raised guys. Connor Pace is a 6'2 junior from Weathersfield, Connecticut. Um, he saw some time on special teams last year, had a, had a tackle or two on special teams, and uh, has good size at 6'2, so it'll be interesting to see uh, if he's able to work his way into some offensive sets, and if not, he'll, he'll definitely continue to have that role on the special team side of things. Uh, Justin, the next guy you have is uh, Jackson Harper.
1: Yeah, so Jackson Harper, um, he comes from a prep school uh, in Connecticut, uh, Avon Old Farms, Um, really really rich football uh, history there. Uh, He's 6'1", 196 pounds. Uh, In his senior year, he went for 37 receptions for 898 yards and 11 touchdowns. Uh, Coming out of high school, he had 21 offers, and some of the bigger ones was uh, Air Force, Army, uh, Navy. Um, And then the awards that he got, too, was the first-team All-Founders League and All-Founders League Co-Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, Jackson Harper, I've heard that, you know, he can definitely be a guy that makes an impact, um, He's he's definitely you know from from his senior year last year he definitely can uh, can catch the ball and and get some touchdowns for you so I'm very excited to to see him uh, play.
0: He's one of those guys that I'm really excited to see grow.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of hoping that we can kind of redshirt him um, too
0: right because he definitely has the tools that you look for
1: yes yes and, and a lot of these guys you know you don't really want to play them some of the guys you can play as freshmen but some of the guys you have, you want a red shirt so you can keep them longer um and I'm, I'm thinking he's going to be one of those guys that once he once he gets his feet wet um he's going to be something special i know a lot of the clips that i've seen too he's uh His return game is unreal. Um, His speed is unreal. So he could definitely be one of those guys um, to keep an eye out for. Uh, Somebody that you know, fans or 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 other teams uh, might not, you know, they might not think much about him. But uh, he's definitely. I I feel like he's definitely going to be one of those guys that could that could come in and and be a, a, a good
0: football player for us. I Absolutely agree And the last two guys I have uh, LaRue Graham and Teddy Williams are both local guys uh, uh, Walk-on players uh, Graham is a 510 senior from Meridian, Connecticut He transferred in from D3 Edincott and then there is uh, Teddy Williams who is a 510 freshman from Portland, Connecticut, so we, we've talked We've talked before many times about how important it is uh, for UConn to get a lot of these homegrown, in-state guys, and these are two guys that are just that. And Justin, I'd I'd love to hear your thoughts on how awesome it is for you, being a Connecticut guy, seeing so many Connecticut guys on the roster.
1: It is something that. Should have happened a while back. <laughs> um, it's 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 really it's really awesome to to see um, as a UConn as a as a uh, state college. Um, you know, having a football team that you know has a has quite a few uh, college, I mean uh, Connecticut players on it. It's 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 nice to see because uh, what that does too is sometimes it opens up doors for other. Um, for other recruits from uh, other Connecticut schools just uh, to, to stay home and it, it, it actually puts an exclamation point on things and I, I really like how the coaching staff uh, are is they're, they're just keep on bringing in uh, Connecticut kids it's really awesome
0: absolutely and the, the last guy on the wide receiver list that you have is Jarvis Jones
1: all right, uh, Jarvis Jones. Uh, his nickname's Jet. Uh, his high school is West Orange High School. That's out in New Jersey. Um, he's 6'1", 168 pounds. In uh, his his school senior year, uh, went eight and four, and it ended with a uh, conference championship. Um, he's a dual. Um, he's a dual sided player. So on defense, uh, he had 60 total tackles and 16 tackles for a loss, and one pick six. Uh, for offense, um, he had 34 receptions, 469 yards, and one touchdown. And he also had um, 16 offers coming out of uh, out of um, high school. And I know that his last visit was uh, for with Rutgers and. Uh, and then he chose UConn. So that was really awesome to see. Uh, this kid is wicked fast. Um, he definitely, he definitely gonna bring some speed and some, uh, and some athleticism, uh, to the, to the spot. And I'm thinking that, you know, defense and offense his, his foot, his foot, um, his feet are really, what do you call that? Um, his, his feet are, um, are really, um, great. Um, uh, great uh, foot speed and everything, so that's really good um, to see. Uh, I I really like those players too that played on both sides of the ball.
0: I think that's a big deal. Yes. Well, Justin, that brings us to the end of our show tonight, and and I know as always, you and I are both uh, just so thankful for all our listeners, the the people who tune tune into every episode. Uh, we, we couldn't appreciate you guys more uh, for the support that you give us and uh, that we're, we're going to continue to to do this show, and we love to do it. Yes. Yes, we do. Thank you very much. So, Justin, go ahead and let the listeners know where they can follow you.
1: So on Twitter, you can follow me, uh, Hawkeye-282.
0: Absolutely. And me as well. Uh, me personally at coach underscore B will on Twitter. And then as always the podcast Twitter account at TNT college foot one again, thank you everybody for tuning in. Have a good night. God bless.